0: You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello, welcome. That's right. You're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us tonight on another Thursday live stream. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, certified geek, seven days a week coming to you live from yours truly, Syracuse, New York. And always among us, our moderator and Trollhammer, stronger than the DK Banana Slammer, it is Joe from Fallen Gaming. Please introduce our lovely guest tonight.
1: Yes, tonight we have the Pretty Guardian.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we appreciate you being here. And before we get started, uh, Joe, who do we got in the chat tonight?
1: In the chat tonight, we have Sunzilla 2008. Oh we dude. have Shay Smithers. Yes. We have Derek from Bonus Commentary. That's right. We got Doomzilla. All right. Pack oh. Packets in the chat. Oh my and god, the kaiju community is in force tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well listen, thank you for everyone for joining us tonight. This is going to be a really, really fun hangout. Uh, we're going to keep it uh, gaming centric because we have a hardcore gamer amongst us tonight and that is the Pretty Guardian. So uh, Miss PG, please go ahead, introduce yourself and give a little background on what you do and anything you want to promote, the floor is yours. Oh, all right.
2: Well, I am Pretty Guardian and I have a YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Pretty Guardian. My links to everything are in the description box of this video and I'm just really excited to be here. Over on my channel, I play a wide variety of games, usually on PC, sometimes Xbox. I just beat Hades. Um, right now, I'm working through some other like JRPGs and stuff. And so I am just here to talk about gaming and everything nerd-related.
0: Awesome. Uh, so you know what? I'm glad you just mentioned uh, Hades, because I actually had to, Where? oh, right here so i actually saw your review uh okay by the way check out her review of hades well check out her channel sub her up please uh but yeah hades i haven't even opened it yet um okay before you go shame on you jay um i'm busy with a lot of stuff but i bought it because on nintendo direct um they promoted on nintendo direct i was sold so okay general thoughts on Hades and why I should like stop everything I'm doing and open it and open it yeah well so
2: just general thoughts on Hades it is not the type of game that I would normally pick up it has a very like arcade action style to it and it's not like the typical RPGs but it was free on Xbox Game Pass so I was like okay if it's free 99 your girl's gonna check it out and I was really blown away by it. It has an amazing art style, the action combat is like visceral, like these characters actually feel good to play and it's just a lot of fun. It's got great great voice acting and level design, definitely something worth checking out.
0: Yeah, and also, I've heard nothing but good things about the team behind it, so I, I can be careful how yeah. I you know how there's always, like, contra- well, Blizzard, for example, there's always some kind of, like, controversy behind these big gaming companies, but Hades is coming from, like, like an indie group, and they're, like, super yes. cool, hard-working people, so it's kind of, like, another in- incentive for me, like, to be, okay, I can support this, I'm never gonna support another Blizzard game again, ever, but... Like something like Hades, like, okay, they're cool people, I can get behind them. I have no problem giving them my hard-earned money, you know, and so on and so forth. So it's just cool, it's just cool knowing that, you know, they're they're good people behind the game. Yes. So
2: I don't normally make video game reviews, not anymore. And my biggest reason for that is that I just feel like the internet's inundated with them. Like there's tons of reviews out there. So I beat this game and I thought it was really good. And I was kind of thinking like, I want to talk about it, but what does this game actually have to contribute like the the, bigger scope of gaming? And for me, it was just like that high level of execution coming from an indie team. When I went and actually did my research on this game, I was so impressed by like the artists and the musicians and the people that actually put their like hard work and talent into this game. Mm -hmm they're awesome people so yeah. definitely people like worth giving your money to
0: yes and i kind of feel the same way about uh, i'm a huge cuphead fan uh, okay uh very charming very frustrating but very charming game and the thing i love about um cuphead is like the unique 1930s cartoon art style along with oh, the beautiful. music all the music's like composed like you know, it's not, like, on a, like, uh, on a, like, repeating track. It's actually, right. you know, there's, like, what, like, 50 tracks in the game. It's insane. I'm really looking forward to the DLC. Um, I, I'm going to throw this out there while we're on, Cuphead. i got to be careful how I say this because there's, there's people in my social circle that were involved in it. Um, oh. I didn't like the show very much. Um, oh, no. It showed up on my Netflix feed. I was going to check it out. I... The animation's one, beautiful. The, the voice acting's great. I just don't think it's well-written, and I couldn't uh. I couldn't make it past four episodes. But I know it's got fans out there, and I don't want to say anything bad about it. It's just, it just, I tried. But I love the game so goddamn much. Um, I probably should have asked you this question first, but you brought up Hades and you got me off the sidetrack. But PG, what got you into, what was like the first game, do you remember the first game you ever played? And what got you into gaming in the first place?
2: Yeah, so, like, let's rewind time back to the 90s. In, like, my apartment, we had a DOS computer in the kitchen. And so a lot of those old-school games, um, Zargon, Jill of the Jungle, they were these kind of, like, platformer-type games. Jill of the Jungle was especially, like, meaningful to me because, for me, it was one of the first times where I saw, like, a woman in a game like this. And so like running around the jungle, throwing daggers at like spider monsters and stuff. Like I was like, hell yeah, this is where it's at. (laughs) And um, I was also fortunate enough that my mom's um, significant other at the time worked with Sierra, which then eventually became Blizzard, um, was bought out by Blizzard. And so we got a lot of like King's Quest, Diablo, Starcraft, a lot of those games in the house. very early on so i've i've been gaming since i was a little kid excellent
0: um now i know your brand of flavor is jrpgs and, the, and those mobile games and whatnot cause, you know I, I watch your channel i'm a fan big fan by the way oh, okay. uh, everybody should, again let me just read it everyone in nerd nation please sub up pretty garden to the, the um uh description uh, links in the description um, but, yes, like, what, what got you, like, what was, like, the, the game that got you into, like, the, the modern RPG and JRPGs?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I would say Elder Scrolls Online was a really, yeah. like, big game for me. <laughs> that would do I it. Put, I put over 1,700 hours into it. Um, Skyrim was good, but then Elder Scrolls Online, I feel like just expanded on the world and the mechanics in a way that was really meaningful. So I put so much time into that. When I first started my channel, I was actually streaming Elder Scrolls online and like playing through the storyline and stuff. Um, so it was a pretty important game for me.
0: Excellent, excellent. Um, I'll say this, like the only RPG games I've like really, done, well, first of foremost, Super Mario RPG is my all time favorite. <laughs> that was a good one. Yes! You hear that Scotty in the chat? Mario RPG still slaps um and i and i did like some of the early super nintendo final fantasy games uh but more in recent years the one rpg game that i really like because it was like in the same brand as mario rpg was the south park stick of truth oh um, um, i haven't played that one. Oh my god it's so great <laughs> <laughs> i haven't played the fractured butthole yet but um but but i absolutely love the um uh sick of truth because it was just because it felt like mario rpg because he had like the time hits and the yeah oh uh, you know the turn-based team system you know then you had a party of three you know with the special abilities and stuff like that yeah i loved it so um i'm not the biggest rpg guy i'm more of like a mario mortal kombat kind of guy but i i've dipped my toes gently into the pool with rpgs and there's something that i like okay but i haven't really like Dove into it and you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my first big RPG, and this probably comes as no surprise, was Final Fantasy
2: VII. Yes. The Final Fantasy Seven was good. So. Oh my gosh. The <laughs> that one hit me in the heart. Um, you know, and the remake that, just
1: keeps getting better and better too. So ugh.
2: I'm I'm waiting on the, the second part of the remake to come out before I like dive in head first on that one. Yeah, probably
0: a good idea. <laughs> but it's it's on my like must playlist for sure. Excellent. Oh uh, what what would you PG, what would you recommend for people like me, maybe some people in the chat, what game would you recommend if they never played RPGs or they have but haven't played it in a while and need to get it what game would you recommend to get someone like me into an RPG game? What's like the first game that couple games that come to mind?
2: You know, that's a really hard question for me because I feel like there's so many different types of RPGs. So if I had a buddy that was like, hey, which one of these games would you recommend to me? I would need a little more information. So like, what kind of games do you like? You you mentioned like Mario and yeah. so are you more into like platformers or, or tell me about your gaming habits a little?
0: Um, It was definitely, you know, 2D sides growing like I really love uh, Mario, Metroid. Well, that's something I want to talk to you about down in the comments here. Um, but yeah, and then of course Zelda. Like I fell in love with Zelda because I got a link to the past for for Christmas one year, and I fell in love with it instantly. So I've always been this- I'm definitely a Zelda guy like through and through. Um, but everybody knows me, and, and our channel's really Mortal Kombat's my thing. Like we do a lot of Mortal Kombat content here on NerdCage Live. We have connections to people who are involved in the game, but like. But yeah, I really, really love fighting games, and I was talking uh, in some of the Mortal Kombat Facebook discussion groups, um, someone some artist made a concept art of like a turn-based Mortal Kombat um, RPG. I would oh. love to see I would love to see a turn-based yeah. art. I, I know we have like Mortal to Kombat Sh- out of that. I know <laughs> we got Shaolin Monks, which was more like Ninja Gaiden, but like um, But a turn based RPG with Mortal Kombat characters would be absolutely bonkers and I would Oh, I need to have that in my life if, if, they, if NetherRealm if uh, Studios is listening um, throwing my pitch out there, more kind of an RPG, all the more kind of fans would jump jump on it instantly yes well yeah oh, but absolutely. yeah but yeah but mario mario side scrolling all the nintendo stuff zelda that's really my favorite. so
2: let me jump back in there you had kind of mentioned like liking fighting games and that sort of thing mm-hmm. so i wouldn't throw you in on a turn-based rpg i would probably give you something more of like an action rpg have you played or heard of tales
0: of arise uh me personally uh don't kill me no (laughs) so go ahead and explain no worries
2: yeah so tales of it's the long-running jrpg series i would say after Final fantasy it's probably one of like the best well-known ones out there and their most recent one is tales of arise it's an action game like lots of great combat flashy attacks um if you're just looking at it from that perspective it's a lot of fun so that's probably the one i would steer you towards yeah,
1: yeah. doomzilla says earthbound by the way
2: <laughs>
0: earthbound is a classic i oh don't kill me i actually maybe i'll try it again but every time i try to play earthbound i can't get it i have it because i have the snes mini um i don't well, like it they have the, uh, the whole so, collection
1: coming out don't
2: they yeah they do they're they're remastering it bringing it back and so, like, based on what you were telling me about liking fighting games and that sort of thing, I feel like Earthbound would be boring as shit for you. So, <laughs> I, I mean, Earthbound—that's kind of a deep cut. Like, you have to really be in the genre to to love that. Yeah. and
0: and it's it's a good game. It is. But it's not. I'll, I'll never game. trash it because there's people who just hold it so high Absolutely. in their life, and I'm not. I'm not gonna like to do that. And
1: plus, I love Nintendo. Okay, okay, where where do you like your difficulty level? To be that's a way good question yeah. because if you like a difficult game and derek can tell you this you might want to try elden ring <laughs> i'm not gonna lie
0: to you so our friend derek aka i am the one who nerds on twitch everybody needs to sub him up uh pg i was gonna ask you about that um elden ring i'm not gonna lie after watching derek play it i'm kind of sold on it it just looks so fucking awesome like it it's, does. it's like Zelda Breath of the Wild but, uh, but on steroids. So, yeah, go ahead. What do you Have you been playing Elden Ring and what's your thoughts on it?
2: I have not been playing Elden Ring. I am so split on this. So... I don't like a Souls-style game. I, I don't like that extreme challenge. My my optimal challenge level is, I want the possibility of death. Like, if I die a few times trying to beat a boss or whatever, that's good. If I'm dying, like, 50 times trying to beat a boss, fuck this game, I'm done. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> for me, I was really eyeing Elden Ring because it's beautiful. The combat looks great, um, like, it does seem like a really good RPG, but I'm kind of worried about the challenge level. And then I'm also like not so sure about the story because for me, I also like kind of a a narrative to give you context for all the shit that you're doing.
0: Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I just, I was just blown away just just watching uh, I'm the one who nerds play it. So I, I think I'm gonna get- I don't have time to invest in it right now, especially with Kirby in the Forgotten Land around the corner. Um yeah. speaking of Kirby, yeah baby, Kirby there in the Forgotten go. Land there next week. Go. Let's <laughs> fucking go! Yes. Love it, man. Kirby's like the greatest little pink puffball ever, because he 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 sucks you in and spits you out, just like life does. Um, <laughs> yeah. that's why I love Kirby so much. Um then he's just like he's cute and cuddly, but he's fucking deadly. I, do you realize mm-hmm. that Kirby eats motherfuckers and takes their fucking soul and takes their ability? That's some wicked fucking shit. Un, like, I gets all cutesy cuddly, right. but man, if yeah, you really like, look like into, into it, it's oh. fucked up! <laughs> Kirby's so fucked up! And he's got no shame, you know? And I, I, yeah, no shame. This, and I'm really excited um, on the topic of F- Forgotten Land. We've never gotten a true... 3d platformer kirby because kirby 64 was 2d side-scrolling but it was 3d i know you got like uh kirby spin ball and all that stuff which was 3d i'm talking like 3d platform exploration like mario odyssey breath of the wild that vein we've never gotten a kirby like that before which is why i'm so fucking excited for kirby in the forgotten land and i'm gonna be my i pre-ordered it hopefully it arrives on time so we can start playing it next friday on launch um, but yeah, it's really—I'm really, really intrigued at the fact that we're getting a 3D platforming exploration Kirby game for the first time ever,
1: and yes.
0: And uh, Joe, go ahead. Tackle. I see that uh, bonus commentary, aka I am the one who nerds, has a question for our guest.
1: Yeah, for, first thing I'm going to say that Derek said is uh, you won't like Elden Ring, J because there's turtles in it.
0: Oh, stop! Oh. Just because I hate Gamera doesn't Poor mean I hate J. all turtles. I love the, I love turtles. I just don't like that. I just don't like Gamera. The kaiju community is mad at me because yes, I love Godzilla and everything else, but I hate Gamera the turtle, and that's why they jump on me about that. Just so, just so you're in on the joke, uh, PG. That's why. Um, Thank you.
1: anyway moving on to his question uh asks uh you pretty guardian uh you it says you might like elden rank says this one is one of the easier souls games not casual by any stretch but easier
2: you know and that's why i keep checking it out because from what i'm hearing like it does seem like a really good game so it's probably something i will play maybe when it goes on
1: sale and what i heard is there there is an actual linear path that you can Mm -hmm. take through the game that wasn't like any other every other souls game is you know you kind of have to guess where you're going this one you can either do the exploration like a regular souls game or you can take a linear path through it and it's a little easier so
0: okay well that's just that's just because breath of the wild is the same way i know joe you quit breath of the wild early but the thing about breath of the wild is like, you got the, li- not the linear, but you got the main quest. So, you're, you're four divine beasts in the Hyrule Castle. But you got all those shrines and all those other side missions and whatnot. So, I guess Ring is kind of like that same style where, yeah, you got the linear l- main quest, but you also got the all the side quests and shit to do. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Fuck you guys in the chat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, oh, no. they're, they're,
0: they're, they're coming at me because of, they, they just can't get over the whole Gamera thing, but, um, <laughs> okay guys, if it makes you feel better, I'm so fucking excited for the goddamn Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection. Yes. Oh my Ooh. god. Like, oh, I'm so ready for it. My body is ready for the Ninja Turtles Collection. I'm just praying to the Elder Gods <laughs> that the new Ninja Turtles games has online, co- please have online co-op. Please have online co-op because, man,
1: yeah, we're outside, made by the which people I think it is. I think it will have
0: it. I hope. So. I hope. But even if it doesn't, it's not a deal breaker because I look so look forward to playing the old school Ninja Turtle games again that I played when I was a little, little wee, little wee uh, guy. You know, little <laughs> so. Baby J. Yeah, 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 Baby J. Exactly. <laughs> like, Hyperstone Heist and, like. Turtles in Time and and the Tournament Fighters Turtles in Time was my shit yes so yeah it's like what a day to be on top of that something that no one's talking about this game just saved me 400 fucking dollars because I really thought about getting the arcade one up for Ninja Turtles now I don't have to now I can just get the collection on. I'm I'm gonna get it on the Switch by the way so yeah thank you uh, thank you to Konami for re-releasing those games oh my god it's so great that retro gaming is coming back you know Oh, oh, absolutely. What a time to be alive. And, um, yeah, go ahead.
1: Back to, back to RPGs for a second. Yeah. Um, action RPGs in particular. Uh, I just beat Horizon Forbidden West.
0: Oh. Amazing
1: game. Yes. Amazing game. Tons of content. It's beautiful scenery. And Aloy is a badass in this. So if you're into those games and you play PlayStation or whatever, that that is a game I highly recommend to anybody.
0: Um, All right. Real quick, just want to say a LDG of Geeks Enjoy. Just want to—I don't think I've seen you in the chat before, so thank you for stopping in. Um, okay, so I figured. Okay, so so it's eight, almost getting close to eight thirty here on the East Coast here. Um, I had a question prepared for you, uh, PG. Um, what is your favorite video game movie, and what is your least favorite video game movie, and? What video game franchise needs a movie? Blast away.
2: Oh man. Well, so I really enjoyed the Mortal Kombat movie. The, yes. the recent one. Okay. I, I mean, it was it was good action. And that's kind of the bottom line of what you want in a good Mortal Kombat movie. You want to see your heroes fight it out, right? And I feel like they delivered on that. And so then run me through the other parts there because I feel like there that was like a three-parter.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what is your least, what was favorite, my least, least favorite video game movie or the worst video game movie in your opinion?
2: Yeah, that's a tough one. So the first one that popped into my mind was the, the old school Super Mario movie from like oh. the, the 80s. <laughs> but here's the thing. There's like this threshold where something becomes so bad it's actually kind of good. I enjoyed that one on some level. So... It's a guilty pleasure for sure. It is a guilty pleasure, absolutely. So then, I think my my second choice there would be the World of Warcraft movie. That one was kind of a, it, it was nice in some ways, but then it just kind of didn't deliver on on anything
1: really. I actually Jay already my horrendous pick. Yeah. Uh. I could not stomach <laughs> Resident Evil City. <laughs> I could not. St- I almost walked out. I almost walked out. Because I'm a diehard Resident that. Evil fan, so oh, that, that got Resident Evil wrong on so many levels. I mean, when a, when a flaming zombie can walk in all nonchalant like he's just a normal guy, while Leon's sitting there with his headphones in listening to old 90s music, it's like, that was a joke in itself and then on top of that they, they did Leon so wrong like he's a badass in the game and they made him just a punchline in this Oh, and I it was that. just like it just, it yeah just I,
0: I, I, like, I'm, I'm on the star. same level with Joe but Joe is the most passionate Resident Evil person <laughs> I've ever met in my life um, uh, by the way PG you should definitely check out our Resident Evil uh, ranking video shameless plug
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I watch it all the way to the end. Got a nice little yeah, skit. Yeah, that we, that yeah we
0: like to do skits and parodies whenever we get the chance on our ranking videos. But uh, nice. yeah, I'm on the same old book. Joe, I posted today on the Facebook discussion group that the Resident Evil TV series on Netflix is coming. out on it. On it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. But live action doesn't do well anymore for some reason. So I'm hoping that they get it right this time. Hopefully. A, they're going in a different direction. I mean, they're, they're doing like Wesker's Kids. Rather than mm. the main story, so they have a little more liberty with this one. I mean, they can, they can kind of take it and run with it because it's something we've never seen. So it's not something that they can get the lore wrong on because it's lore we haven't seen yet. So it might end up being good. Yeah. We'll
0: and then uh, we didn't get the the third part of the question, and that was uh, what video game franchise needs a movie what would what would you pick uh pg for your uh the the franchise that needs a movie
2: that's a really tough one for me my my gut reaction was final fantasy and then i was like well there's been several final fantasy movies they're just not that great so i uh yeah i don't know i'll have to think (laughs) on that one and circle back to it
0: okay <laughs> somebody's barking right in the now. background <laughs> right now
1: jay i'm, I'm, gonna, say, I'm gonna say metroid <laughs> teddy <laughs> come here
0: yeah let's <laughs> say hello this is my baby oh
2: 10 pound little little bug
0: and i love him go play yeah i don't have my dog with me right now he's actually at his, um, his other parents house um Hopefully we get to have them on a Thursday night one of these nights. <laughs> but Aww. for those, but for those who are going to be watching us tomorrow on Twitch, shameless plug. Uh, we're going to be playing Super Mario Brothers three from start to finish. No warp whistles on NerdCage Live Gaming on Twitch tomorrow, starting at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Hope everybody can make it. But uh, yeah. Uh, Lars will be there tomorrow. <laughs> that's my dog. Shout out to bonus commentary mentioning
2: Advent Children. So when I was talking about the Final Fantasy movies, I was thinking of Spirits Within and then Kingslave, but I totally glossed over Advent Children. If you like
0: Final Fantasy VII, that's definitely one to check out. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Joe and I are on the same page. I really think we, we need a Metroid movie, like, bad. Um, especially no, Brie Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah, we don't like Brie. <laughs> Wars, so. Oh no. Um, if I had to pick a Samus, my two cho- my two top choices would be Margot Robbie, or um Emily Blunt. Good. Emily Blunt would be another one because of uh, she was really good in the uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. and she already had a. Yeah, she was. Yeah, so that would be my pick uh, for a Metroid movie. Um, another, okay. Hear me out. I would probably and,
2: go with somebody a little more mature, like Rebecca Romine or somebody like that. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, she'd be good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a, well, that's a good one. Yeah, if, so. we're, if we're going, if we're going like like older, I would do Charlize Theron.
0: Yes. But, there we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she could she could bass. Um. No, another movie that I'm thinking about too, is saying in the realm of Nintendo. Now, I'm just saying this from a marketing standpoint only. I'm not saying this would be a. The- you know, cinematic masterpiece by any stretch of the imagination, but from a but from a family marketing standpoint, a Kirby movie. Hear me out. They did Sonic by bringing Sonic into our world and they made like a family friendly, tee hee hee. Don't be wrong, I like the movie, but it, it's just Sonic coming into our world, like, and this, this, and that, and it's really like a fantasy, like, oh, what if he was here? Almost kind of like the, um,. Uh, I don't know, maybe like that Pe- Detective Pikachu is kind of another example, but if we did a Kirby movie, just imagine all the families flocking to the movie theaters and all their kids, like, oh yes, let's go see a Kirby movie. And you know, Kirby befriends a child, a lonely child that's getting bullied or something. And he brings him, and he sneaks him in his backpack to the school. He that, just write that script just writes itself, you know. So like. Yeah, I think a. Yeah, and then Kirby's in the cafeteria, just like sucking
2: down all the food and. Stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: Ooh, and Jay, hear me out on this. Okay. We got the Sonic movie. Okay. We got Super Mario coming. Yes. And we have, and you just dropped, you know, maybe a Kirby movie.
0: Mhm.
1: We should. They should do it like Marvel does, and eventually come up with a Smash Brothers movie at the end.
0: Uh, <laughs> that right. That would be a cool little, uh, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, they already got Sonic, they already got Pikachu, Mario's on the way. Well, as far as we know, Mario's coming out holiday 2022, unless it's been postponed. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, I I can kind of see that happening, but who knows? I know Nintendo's very iffy with their properties being made into movies ever since that Mario Brothers movie in 93. Yeah, they are
2: going back to kirby i had kind of two thoughts on that yeah my first thought is it would be super marketable so on on that part like 100 percent agree with you my personal feelings though i just don't see how they can make a good kirby movie like like yeah. be good for kids but i don't feel like it would really i don't know stand the test of time you
0: no know, i agree with you but if you want to make money in the box office that that would be the way to do it make a family friendly Movie about Kirby, yes. a friend and a kid in, our, in in our world. and He somehow gets sucked into our world. No pun intended. And like you know, I just think that writes itself. And that and I'm not gonna lie, that wasn't my idea. One of my other uh, friends came up with that idea, and I was like, you know what? Okay. You're you're right. Like it's if the, I if the I'm Nintendo movie. and I want to make money, and I want to make a cutesy movie, that's the way I'd go.
1: Aww. The only issue I see with with like making a Kirby movie, it's like with Sonic and Mario and stuff. They have dialogue. Kirby True. doesn't talk. <laughs> well, so, Hi. Um, a they, <laughs> they can,
0: I mean, I'm sure they'll, they'll cast somebody famous like a Jack Black, well, not Jack Black, but, oh, no, I'm just throwing random, I'm just throwing, Kirby. I'm just throwing, well, he's going to be Bowser, so I can't really do that anyway. Uh, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just throwing random names out there. How about Keanu Reeves? As, yes, Keanu Reeves as Kirby. Yes, yes, yes.
1: yes. That's what I'd... I nominate Big Jack for Big Jack Films. Oh, God. No. There we go.
0: <laughs> no, Keanu Reeves is mar- a marketable guy. He would be the perfect Kirby. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I want to
2: bring up, because we're kind of talking about movies right now, yeah. my hot take right now is that go. I feel like movies have gone downhill in the last two years. And so I was doing, like, a little research on that to kind of, like, see if I could figure out why or, like, where's this opinion coming from. And you were talking a lot about, like, marketability. And so what I've been seeing is that the the big Hollywood, like, blockbuster movies, they're not really taking risks anymore. They're sticking to, like, Marvel movies, DC movies, franchises that we know and love. And then on the other side of that, on streaming platforms like Netflix, HBO Max, we're seeing all these, like, B-movies coming out. So Fallen was talking about, like, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. That was kind of a shady movie take on Resident Evil. And so there's, like, this, I don't know, gap in quality movies right now.
1: And I I think in entertainment as a whole, um, we have, like, a lack of creative thought and it's we're we're stuck in the age of the reboots so mm-hmm. like, everything that's coming out whether it be games like games are kind of i mean games are hit or miss you do have a little bit of creativity there like with certain games, but for the most part we're remaking everything and mm-hmm. it's like everybody wants to live back in the 80s and 90s which is fine but back in the 80s and 90s, what made them so great is that everything was an original idea. Yeah. We don't have any original ideas for the most part anymore. We're just kind of backtracking off of the previous generation.
0: No, I think that's
1: where the problem lies. That's Agreed. well
0: said. I mean, there's some good stuff out there. Like, like for example, recently, Oh, I, I'm going to sing this movie's praises again, but oh, one movie that's been nominated for... An Oscar, uh, by the way, our Oscar reaction show is going to be in two weeks, so hopefully see everybody there. Um, everybody needs to see Nightmare Alley. Um, that's Guillermo del Toro's latest movie. It, it's been nominated for Best Picture. It's not going to win. I, if, it, if I was running the Oscars, <laughs> if I was running the Oscars, that movie wins. Well, I loved this movie, and it was very imaginative. It was very. Um, You know, atmospheric, and I I love the look of the movie, and it was well-written. So there are some good original movies out there, but but let's face it, this movie wasn't a hit. It was in the movie theaters for, like, two weeks, and now it's on Hulu. Um, Mm. Yes, it's been nominated for an Academy Award, but, like... The box office is where, you know, Spider-Man and Batman is where the box office is. But there are some good movies out there, but they don't, they're not exactly hits. So you got to like see the movie theaters quick. if,
1: If you combine what I said with what PG said, is the marketability is all around, you know, what people know. So with these reboots, all the original ideas fall right behind all of the reboots. So you're going to see them before you see an original thought come out to the forefront. And it's just, it's, it's sad that people won't put their time into, you know, supporting original ideas in indie indie games, indie films and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And yeah.
0: another, another movie that comes out tonight that I want to go see is maybe, I don't know if I'm gonna have time this weekend cause I got my car work done. Ugh. Oh, oily. Um, <laughs> there's a movie coming out called X comes out tonight. And it's about, like, a porn star, or, like, you know, they're trying to film a porno down in Texas or something, and then there's, like, a killer out there. Um, oh, I, no. I really need to see this movie. <laughs> I want to see it. I mean, I, I do. I'm not, like, I, I'm a horror guy, but I'm not, like, like one of those obsessive horror, like, horror horror fan uh, fans are, like, you know, they're in their own group. I wouldn't, like, lump myself in that, but I like horror movies. My fair share of horror movies, but... I like the idea that it's not another Chucky. It's not another Mike Myers. You know, it's something different. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of got, it's kind of got, it kind of has a Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe, maybe because it's, you know, in Texas, but, like, um, it looks, it looks dark, gritty, and something different. I, I want to see it. So, yeah. Um, oh, Doomzilla, come on. This is NerdCage Live. (laughs) You know how we roll. Um, but, yeah, I want, I want to see this movie, um, again, like, and I will, and I'll also, even though I just kind of said, like, I don't like, you know, seeing the same shit over and over again with franchises, but I did see the Scream uh, reboot, Scream 5. That was actually really good. Um, so, I'll be honest with you, horror is off to a very good start in 2022 because Scream was really good, and this movie X looks really fucking awesome. So, I'm hoping to catch that. Uh, but yeah, everybody in the chat, go see the new, the new Scream movie is streaming on yours truly paramount plus speaking of paramount plus next thursday halo drops yeah oh wait are so, they doing like a halo series or, or yeah. What's going
1: on with... yeah yeah a halo,
0: a halo TV, tv show it's a live action star trek basically of, of it's a live action series of halo uh starts next thursday on paramount plus and i'm not gonna lie now He's joe's really more good. familiar with halo than i am well, I was blown away by the Halo trailer And I'm like, okay I, I'm going to watch
1: this Plus, The only thing that Halo fans are making a fuss about Is Cortana's appearance Because they, made, they oh humanized her And, you know, they didn't like it Like, everybody's like, make her blue Well, you know, you have to kind of change it for a TV series You know, it's going to yeah. be played by somebody You don't want to, you know, fully make that an AI yeah. So I can understand why they went in that direction. I still am very hopeful for the series, and it looks amazing.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if I will say this though, if I'm not sold on the first episode, I'm gonna quit. So hopefully the first episode's good, and then we'll keep doing. Joe, we'll still do, we'll do those TikTok reviews of Halo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Did either one of you see Uncharted? No, is that out no, already? You keep
1: telling me not to. <laughs> I thought you
0: did, Joe. I I mean, I don't want to see it, but yeah, Uncharted came out uh, last month, and then Batman was the movie that, like, knocked it out of the box office, basically. But, uh, yeah, Uncharted, I guess, from all those I know who've seen Uncharted, okay, um, everybody that's in my social circle that's seen it, they all liked it, but they all say the same thing. I never played the game. Hmm.
2: So, I haven't played the game either, so I would probably fall in that group. But I love I Tom played Uncharted
1: 4 and that was it. But I can tell you right now, playing Uncharted 4, the characters, they took a lot of liberties with the characters. I mean, for one, mm. Sully is supposed to be older, like, much older than Nathan Drake. And Nathan Drake is supposed to be older. So, I mean, it, it just doesn't, it didn't make sense character wise but they did try to throw as much of the game in there as they could like that airplane scene is straight out of the game Jay. Oh, he, he doesn't like it do but it, it is <laughs> <in> the game
0: <laughs> um so. all right we're, so we're, we're getting close here to, to nine o'clock but the, uh I actually do got a couple more things i actually want uh tackle uh with pg real quick um okay. we're, we're kind of delving into movies a little bit go ahead i want i just i'm just curious uh you know to help us get to know you a little more what are your like top three even top five if we need to go there what are your, your some of your favorite films we're just curious and, and and if you want to throw in tv shows on top of that go ahead so what are some of your favorite films and tv shows that you, that you're into
2: okay well so as far as favorite films go one of the the older ones that i love is showgirls and it stars Classic. elizabeth berkeley okay so you know it oh oh yeah it's It's so bad, it's good. I love it. (laughs) Absolutely. So for me, what I love is, like, the gaudiness of it all, like the bright Vegas lights, the costuming. Elizabeth Berkley is so hot, and her dancing is so good. And I, I know, like, that's kind of a, I don't know, a funny one, but I actually think it's a really good movie. And I don't know. If it had come out, like, on Netflix 20 years later, people would probably look at it totally differently. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: uh, yeah. Any, any other films that you, uh, some of your favorite films?
2: Well, more recently, it's been a lot of, like, miniseries. Like, oh, okay. Like, Bonus Commentary talked about Arcane, the League of Legends one. That was incredible. The The animation was gorgeous. the The story, they took all of our favorite League characters and just fleshed out the lore and their backstories and their relationships. Oh, wow. I, I mean, that was cinematography. Like, you don't get that in live action. And, and they, they did it wonderfully.
0: You're not the only one who said that. I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I should get into it. Because the more and more people who I know have seen it, they're all like, oh my God, Jay, you need to watch Arcane. But I'm not like familiar with the source material, but everyone's like singing its phrases and whatnot. So. Um... Yeah.
2: The other one that I just finished is Legend of Vox Machina. Have either of you seen that? It's on Amazon Prime. No, but I love Amazon Prime Show, so... Yeah, so it's it's based off Critical Role, which is like a, a live play D&D show that they, they live stream on Twitch, YouTube, all of that. And it's like a bunch of nerdy-ass voice actors sitting around playing Dungeons and & Dragons. And they managed to bring it full circle by funding their own animated series. And the animation is excellent. The voice acting is excellent. I think the pacing is a little bit funny if you don't follow the the actual show, but I'm looking forward to season two of that one.
0: All right, so keep it in the realm of Amazon Prime. I have to ask you, and then then something I want to talk about real quick too because I'm just that into it. Have you watched The Boys on Amazon Prime?
2: Yes. Do you like it or do you hate it? Let's talk about The
0: Boys. Yes! Oh, I knew (laughs) you were going to – listen – I knew from the jump that you'd be an awesome guest on our show, and now you just took that shit to the next level. She's a boys fan, everybody! <laughs> She's one of us! <laughs> um Did you watch Diabolical, the animated the the eight-part animated um, anthology? I haven't watched it yet. Oh! 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 Oh, you need to watch it! You need to watch it! It's oh okay. god, I get to- I get to rant for a minute here. Diabolical, the, the okay, so it's a cartoon. There's eight episodes, but it's anthology. So every episode's a different story within the universe of the boys. Yes. And every episode is a different animation style and a different writer. For example, right. the, the first episode, it's about it's kind of like Baby's Day Out. I hate that movie, by the way. Even though I was <laughs> even that movie <laughs> Baby's Day Out's booty sauce. Anyway. Um it, they took the Baby's Day Out concept and put it on the boys, right? So it's about a baby that shoots lasers out of its eyes. And a scientist mm-hmm. that's, like, studying it is trying to break her break her out and, t- and, and, and adopt it. And, oh. But it's in the style of Looney Tunes. And Seth Rogen wrote the episode. And it's really, really, really oh. funny. So, like, she that kills a bunch of awesome. – yeah, yeah. The second episode, if I recall, I think – yeah, it is the second episode. The second episode is written by uh, Justin Rollin, who's, you know, Rick and Morty. So, the animation style is Rick and Morty style. Oh. Um, and then episode seven, six or seven. Okay, this one's my favorite. So, now, no, listen, I don't want anybody to do this cancel culture bullshit, okay? L- leave the girl alone. But Aquafina uh, wrote and starred in this, this episode, and it's in, like, Japanese cutesy anime style. Oh, nice. Um, and it's so funny. So, Aquafina's character takes the. Uh, the V, the formula V, mm-hmm. and she gains the power to uh, to control poop. So every time she oh, she, poops, she takes a, a Mr. Hanky and she becomes friends with her Mr. <laughs> Hanky, and then like she goes into the sewer and like commands an army of poop. Like it's fucking
1: hilarious. So, um, so Jay, is this is this kind of like? Is it safe to say this is kind of like? Um... A boys' version of Love, Death, Robots, where they have a different style in every episode. Yes,
0: and yeah, then sorry. there's one episode. Now it did throw me off a little bit. There's one episode where it's about Homelander and Billy the Butcher, but the problem is it's not Carl Urban or um, I can't think of the actor's name plays Homelander. Anthony Starr. Yes, Anthony Starr. It's not. It's not their voice, and you can tell. But it's okay. It, it threw me off a little bit, but it doesn't take me out. But it's a great friggin' episode. It's like a prequel. And it's basically about Billy the Butcher. Um, he captures and beats up one of the um, the Seven's drug dealers, and oh. he gets the he gets the drug dealer to like fuck with their drugs. Um, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. So yeah, if you're a fan of the Bullies you need to watch. And every episode's like 15 minutes long, so you can binge the whole thing in like two hours.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So that's, I mean, that's pretty easy watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: binged it all in one sitting. I in fact, I'm probably gonna do it again because I, I am excited for season three, June third. <laughs> June third. I'm get... excited for it, too.
2: I so there's been kind of this like wave of more cynical takes on superheroes, like Invincible, where the yes! dad is like a Superman type and he's like. Omni Man, yes. Yeah, Omni Man, and like I mean, Watchmen and and all that stuff, and just like as a movement, I don't necessarily love that right now. I feel like it's becoming a little like oversaturated over But The Boys, I feel like really, I don't know, hits a lot of like subversive notes. Like like what they did with Stormfront, I thought was excellent, making yeah. her like this like social media star. And then behind the scenes, I don't want to spoil it for people out there, but she is something else. And and I just feel like they did a good job with all that.
0: Yes. It's it's hands down my favorite show. I think as a collective on NerdCage Live, uh, Mark, who's not here today, uh, he loves the show. And we have our, our friends Dion from Off the Beacon Podcast. That's his favorite. Like, So just throwing this out there, everybody. When the boy starts airing in June, we are going to be doing spoiler discussions every week. So... I encourage you to be there if you're keeping up with the boys. If you're not, not that I don't want you to show up, but I don't want to ruin the show. But I'm just saying, we're going to be doing spoiler streams every Thursday for the whole season three of the boys starting in June. Um, so, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to the season three. Um, I I was sold on the boys because, like, when I went and saw, I don't know what movie I went to go see. I, I can't, oh, I, me and my buddy Nate, we went and saw a movie and, like, Sometimes we show up to the movie theater early. They show commercials before the previews, yep. and I saw a commercial for Amazon mm-hmm. Prime promoting The Boys, and I was sold on it. So I, I watched it from day one, and I've been sold on it ever since. Now, I never read the comic, but yeah, like it's it's my it's my my two favorite shows right here right now that are airing as we speak: The Boys and Better Call Saul. Are my two favorite shows. I uh, love Better Call Saul. Oh yes, I
2: absolutely love that show. It's excellent. I think it's just as good as Breaking Bad.
1: When does my show come back, Jay? Titans.
0: Um, they're filming season four right now, so I don't know. So I'm guessing DC Titans. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, I love that one too.
0: Yes. I thought (laughs) season three was kind of a letdown. Not that I, I didn't downright hate it, but I thought season three was a little bit of a letdown. Um, but man, that second season, woo! Second season was great. Uh, PG, did you watch uh, Doom Patrol or no?
2: I haven't watched Doom Patrol yet. That's definitely on my watch list, though.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen the. I finished half the second season. I didn't. I, first season was great. Second season lost me a little bit. Maybe I should get back into it. Um, another show within that DC TV show. Everyone keeps pulling my leg, and I, I haven't jumped on it yet. But everybody keeps telling me to watch Superman and Lois.
2: Oh, I haven't watched that one yeah. either. That's a
1: good one. Yeah, Superman like, and Lois. Yeah, because they because yeah, it's okay. it's
0: it's the same people who played Superman and Lois on the Supergirl show, but it's nothing yeah. to do with Supergirl. It's like an entirely different. Yeah, I, take. I would
1: be hard pressed to say that's probably the best CW show, and most of our uh, our fan base here doesn't like CW. So I do, but most most people kind of. They think it's like the watered down version of DC, so. It
2: kind of is. It's too like campy
0: almost. Yeah.
1: Well, it's the thing that I think is the reason is because every CW show has the exact same formula. Oh. Like, like the shows you can kind of predict exactly how the show is going to go each episode, no matter what the show is. <laughs> now, Superman and Lois kind of differed from that formula, and I think that's what makes it better.
2: Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely definitely watch that one. I really liked Supergirl up until this, like, last season. I mean, it was always, like, a little bit cheesy, but I really liked Lena Luthor's character, especially having that sort of, like, first off, that girl-girl friendship that she had with Supergirl, and then also the fact that she was kind of a villain, anti-hero, kind of flexing in between there with Lex Luthor and all that.
1: I, I just know. have a thing from
2: Elizabeth Benoist, so Ooh, she's beautiful. <laughs> and she's a good actress. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah
0: she is. And I, I I never watched it, but yeah, I, I could tell she's awesome at that role. Um and this was their last season, wasn't it? This this new season was yes. the last one. Yeah, it was
1: the final season, yeah. I couldn't
2: watch it. It just reached a point where like it almost felt like they were making fun of themselves and I I don't know, it took me out of it.
0: I I mean, you you can make the argument uh, a lot of shows, uh, even good or bad, they kind of like run like a season or two too long. Yes. For example, like I thought Breaking Bad had the perfect run. Start to finish, perfect run. Mm -hmm. Didn't go too long. Uh, Shows like the. I'm sorry, uh, PG, if you're a Walking Dead fan, don't kill me, but Walking Dead should have ended years ago. Um, So I I, I checked out a Walking (laughs) Dead as soon as they brought the Cannibals in, in Terminal or whatever it's called. Um, that's when I checked out. Um, but my mom still watched it, and she goes, "Oh, Jason, did you watch Walking?" I'm like, "No, mom, I stopped watching Walking." <laughs> no, oh, mom. well, Aww. guess what? Maggie and Negan and blah 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 blah. I'm like, "Okay, mom, I don't care." <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but no. But anyway, what I was getting at is like for another show I fucking loved back in the day, Sons of Anarchy. That show went too long. Like they, they that could have been a season or two clip short. I don't like it when a show goes too long. See, Breaking Bad had it right. It ends on a high note. See, Better Call Saul is on its last season. They're doing it six seasons, just like Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. And every episode... And we'll probably of get a movie, too. Yeah, every episode of Better Call Saul has been excellent. And I cannot oh, so good. wait, I'm going to sign up for AMC Plus just to watch Better Call Saul.
1: Like I... get Better get Call ready. Saul, I feel like... Get ready. Scott Bannock is asking PG... Uh... Are you a fan of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Oh, Scott. Uh, stupid question.
2: You know what? I actually am. What? I, I think Shia LaBeouf is a good actor. I think up until <laughs> like, the very end where it like turned out to be Aliens, it, I don't know. I felt like it was really interesting. I thought it was a good
0: movie. Overall. Wow. You just made his day. You made his day Scott, because Scott, Scott is like on the butt of every nerd cage joke every time Indiana Jones. Well, you know what? Why do you hate up. it? Let's like
2: hash what? it real quick.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you to Take it there. All right, people. No. It's not only a reaction show, but a debate show. And PG just brought the ruckus. So listen. I'm not here to debate you. But, you know, give it to me. Let's, no, no, let's no, no, hear no. it. It's, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I don't like it because there's so much of this movie that doesn't work. For example, Indiana Jones goes in a refrigerator to hide from an atomic bomb. Come on, two. Shia LaBeouf swinging on the on, on like the little monkey vines and oh, I couldn't do it. And then, just when I couldn't think the movie could get any worse, fucking aliens and I couldn't. Did do you it. watch like the I older Indiana Jones it. movies? What? Did you
2: watch the older Indiana oh, Jones movies? Oh, yeah. Movie? I
0: love the first three movies. I love... I hate the new ones so much because hmm. I love the first three I, movies. All three yeah. of them.
2: The older ones are equally unbelievable to me. What? Is
0: all I have to say about it. But I think I, Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull. I, is just there's a like a, tad, a certain like,
2: suspension over... of disbelief we have to have with these types of things. But
0: there's levels to this shit, and the, and I think Crystal Skull it's just gonna took it out. a wee bit too far. However,
2: maybe. A however, a wee bit.
0: Indiana Jones Five comes out next year, and I'm hoping that's gonna make up for Crystal Skull. Who's starring Skull. in it? Um, it's Harrison Ford, obviously. The, um, the guy who directed Logan, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? He also did that, uh, Ford v. Ferrari movie. Um, fuck, who's it? Someone in the chat, who's the director of Logan and Ford v. Ferrari? Ferrari. Someone in the chat. Someone in the chat. James
1: Um, Mangold. What? Is it James Mangold? Yes,
0: James Mangold. James Mangold's directing, um, the new Indiana Jones movie, so that gives me hope. Um, I don't know who the rest of the cast is. Um, Personally, I really want to see Short Round come back. Uh, I don't think that's happening. But I will give this Indiana Jones movie a chance. I'm not going to let... I love Indiana Jones, and I'm not going to let Kingdom of Crystal Booty Sauce um, ruin it for me. I'm still going to give Indiana Jones 5 a chance. But I hate Indiana Jones 4, and in my mind, it doesn't exist. Um, That's fine. if you like like it that's that's fine that's fine I just like we pick on Scott because Scott is a defender of it and it looks like he's not alone here so again I'm not going to knock you for liking it I I hate it and there's just no convincing me otherwise I like I was was one of those times in the movie theater I was mad and I didn't see it opening night like all my friends saw it before I did and they all kept telling me like Jay you're going to hate this Jay. and I I didn't want to believe them I, I was like no way it's Indiana Jones like no way Steven Spielberg no way and then and they were right and I like I didn't listen to my friends they all warned me and then I saw it, I'm like oh god what have you done
1: <laughs>
0: but that's just me okay I, I'm a cinema snob so and I, and everybody can tell me about Gamera the Turtle too so it's like you know there's no change in my mind I, I I'm stuck in hey, my ways but it's all good though Steve I just I was just it's just it's cool it's like I said NerdCage live we're not an echo chamber, we're a debate show We're, we're all friends there we here go. Even if we have different opinions Even though we pick on each other, it's all out of love But yes, Scott, you're not alone PG is a, an Indy 4 uh, defender So, it's all
1: good Should I talk about the elephant in the room, Jay?
0: What's that? The, the
1: biggest thing we get on Jay about what is Star Wars
2: <laughs> Oh, God <sighs> Okay, okay Let's talk about Star Wars. Oh, Joe, why would you do this? We're 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 trying to to Joe. We're trying to make
0: friends. We're trying to make friends, Joe, and now you're like hurting the chances of her. (laughs) She's starting never to come back now. Thanks a lot, Joe. Um, (laughs) okay. I'll I'll just say my piece real quick on Star Wars uh, PPG. Okay. I loved the 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 first three movies when I was a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid. And then when I turned twenty, I rewatched them for the hell of it, and I was like, "Oh wow, like this is not good." <laughs> and then it di- it didn't also didn't help that my ex roommates were Star Wars fans, and they were one of those extreme Star Wars fans. So, I'm kind of an extreme Star Wars fan. So how
1: do you play Star Wars fans? <laughs> oh no! And I mean, and I then Star I'm sorry.
0: At the last convention I went to. Scott Bannock in the chat. Okay, so Scott convinced me to watch Um what's what's the the Force Awakens? So I watched mm-hmm. The Force Awakens and I, I wanted to strangle this man after he told me to watch it because I'm like I'm like you 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 tried to convince me that this was a good movie. This is like the worst thing I've ever So ever so what? when I saw Force Awakens, I didn't watch I didn't watch the, the other two
2: I understand, but Force
0: Awakens was actually the decent one in the oh, trilogy. That's just it. If you guys say that one's good, and oh, I can't imagine how bad the other ones are, then, like, but yeah, I, I can't do it. I, did, I loved it as a kid, but I can't do it no I'm more of a Star Trek guy. Um, that's just me, but yeah, but no, it's all good. Like uh, like I said, we have our Joe's a Star Wars guy, I'm not. Uh, I know Derek okay. in this chat, and you know, everyone out there. Um, do you
2: watch other star wars stuff outside of the recent three films
0: no i know everyone says mandalorian's good but but yeah. that's just, th- these are the same people who told me the force awakens was good so i'm not gonna but, I, I mean i
2: i would recommend like the clone wars animated series over like anything else really well i but... did
0: watch that because that aired when i was younger like i you know i'm 35 so like when star wars episode 1 2 and 3 was coming out i saw the clone wars cartoon when that Man. came out because that was in between 2 and 3
2: and disney plus came back and added on a season, season 7 of it which oh. is kind of a a pretty good closer of everything too
0: okay and then like and then everybody's like losing their mind about the new obi-wan kenobi show and i'm just like well wait, oh, i have what? to see that well i don't get it okay obi-wan's dead we know what happened between three and four. We know what he, he trains to be in the mortal and he he watches over Luke. So what is there left to tell? I just feel like Obi-Wan Kenobi is just a cash grab and it's pointless. I'm sorry. I don't see why how it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't drive Obi-Wan's not gonna drive Star Wars forward, okay? There's no there's nothing to tell. That's just my opinion. You no, know, that's true.
1: That's true. Exactly. Yes. because they, they have the Inquisitors and stuff. So the, I right. think they're trying to link the Jedi Fallen Order game into this and make it canon somehow. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the big pushes because um, they probably know that with the, with the original movie series, there's not a lot of opportunity to make games off of it anymore because they already did that back in PlayStation 1 era. So in order to bring it up into the New Age... That's the only game they have to work off of. So they're trying to work it into the movies so they have something to go off of. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, and that's just one piece of it. Um, obviously, everybody wants to see Ewan McGregor back. So... Yeah, and I, they, know, they, I like Ewan McGregor. Another out. piece of it, too. Yeah.
0: No, no, yeah. he was a good Obi-Wan. I just don't see where they could take the story. But I like Ewan McGregor. Like, I'm a huge fan of... Um, well, Like I said, he was good in the first three prequels and whatever, and he was really good in train spotting. And just recently... I get so much shit for this I loved Dr. Sleep, the um, the Shining sequel, um, when he played an older version of uh, Danny Torrance. I Yeah, I like Ewan McGregor. And, of course, I loved him in Birds of Prey, where he played uh, Black Mask. Yeah, Ewan McGregor is fucking awesome. Uh, so is his wife, uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. They're fucking awesome. Um, I just, yeah. Just, like, just, I, Star Wars was something I like, grew out of. And I just grew a distaste for it because I had roommates that were, you know, a little over the top with it, and then it's just like okay. So that that's all. But oh, but what what? Okay, so what what? What's your favorite like Star Wars? What's like what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite show? What's like, uh, what what to you makes it great?
2: I so I have kind of like complex feelings about Star Wars because. To like a large degree, the stories are just so simple and basic and like going back, I rewatched the original trilogy recently and I realized it wasn't like the story that was good. It was kind of the, the intermix of all these different elements. Like you had the cinematography, like the shots of the planets and stuff and the, the soundtrack where they actually had like the orchestral arrangements rather than like the the techno-y stuff that you usually hear in sci-fi. There was just like a lot of stuff happening there that made it really solid. And so to me, like looking at the recent trilogy, that's also where we kind of lose it because they're trying to do like all these really big over the top things, but they're forgetting like the simple shit that actually made Star Wars good. And to me, that's where like John Favre and the writers and stuff for the Mandalorian and the Clone Wars series really get it right. They take that like spirit of the hero's journey, and then they know how to like make it into to something worth watching.
1: I'm, I'm going to say this: very right good, It's going really, to be really controversial. You take John Williams out of Star Wars, and Star Wars sucks. <laughs> <laughs> But no, PG. That was that was actually a really good take on it. I'm not I'm not gonna
0: knock you for that. You know, you had a really good take, and I appreciate your honest take on it. So that was very very well said. Um, but yeah, I could do it now. Real quick, going back to gaming a little bit. What okay. is your favorite Star Wars video game?
2: Star Wars: The Old Republic. Oh, the, the MMORPG. It came out in 2011. I have played the shit out of it. So they actually have like unique class stories for like all their six different classes that they have. My favorite was actually the Imperial Agent where you got to play on the Sith side. Um, It was basically like playing through a spy movie where you were doing like subterfuge and espionage. And I actually felt like I was part of the the expanded universe for Star Wars.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, Me actually, Nintendo 64, Rogue Squadron. Oh my oh, god okay that it's game okay. was <laughs> those that was fun like any, any of those like star fighting yeah like because rogue squadron and like star fox 64 like those games were like amazing so um and then like the old super nintendo uh star super star wars uh those are good um and then, Joe, we didn't, you and I played the, uh, way back when we played, like, the episode 3 game, where you played as, uh, yeah. Anakin, and, like, that was fun. That,
1: that, was good, that yeah. shit
0: was fun, but, um, but no, I haven't played, like, the Old Republic, or what, what's that one where Darth Vader has an apprentice? Uh, uh Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed, hmm. yeah, I never played any of those, but I haven't played any recent Star, but I played the old Star Wars game, like, on Super Nintendo, and, um, uh, and Nintendo 64, because those games were great, um, back, oh! Another good one that I liked. Battlefront 2 on PlayStation 2.
1: Original, right? Yes, the the original. I'm talking
0: about the original PlayStation 2. Battlefront, well, Battlefront runs good, but Battlefront 2. That shit was fucking awesome. I used to love playing as Yoda.
2: (laughs) Battlefront 2 is actually, like, a really satisfying game. The the way they do, like, combat levels and stuff.
0: Yes, JJ uh, likes a Star Wars game. Shocker. (laughs) There, you you got, you Star Wars people, you got one on me. There you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about the new Star Wars games coming out they got? Uh, I think they're remaking Knights of the Old Republic. And they have a new one coming called uh, Star Wars Eclipse, which is supposed to be pretty good.
2: So I'm actually looking forward to both of those. With the Knights of the Old Republic, I'm hoping that they do like a legit remake with like modern graphics and stuff. I would play the shit out of that and star wars eclipse looks really good too so th- those are both games that are going to be on my playlist
0: awesome awesome okay so listen i respect everybody's time and i like to end the show on a high note here um so we're probably gonna wrap start wrapping up here um this has been awesome um but before we go um uh pg i want to give you the floor i want just go ahead for anyone who just joined in Uh, Just tell everybody once again who you are, what you do, anything you want to promote, the floor is yours. Absolutely, thank you.
2: So I am Pretty Guardian, I make videos about gaming. My mantra is as long as I'm a gamer, I will be a gaming content creator. Sometimes I like to do little rants and talks about things that I'm seeing in gaming. Sometimes I just use it kind of like a diary of the, the games that I'm playing in the moment. Speaking of, like, ending things on a high note, I did want to do, like, a little giveaway with your audience here. Oh, yes! I have yes. some Steam PC game codes that were given to me. I'm not going to tell you what games they are, um, but if you hit me up in my email, prettyguardian2019 at gmail.com, can we, like, put that in the chat or something?
0: Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Um, Joe, put that in the chat, and then I can... Uh, put it in the um, the uh, description. Um, yeah. the The first
2: two people that like send me an email, um, let me know what your your name in the chat here is. the The first two people, I'll send you back a, a game code for Steam. So I've got some some free games. Twenty nineteen, right? Yes. At gmail.com. dot yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that
0: was my fault. I'm sorry because you mentioned it yet the other day, and I totally it totally slipped my mind before we started the show. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll do those. Uh, yeah. Okay. There it is.
2: All right, and thank you so much for having me. This was super fun chatting with you all.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, th- actually, Joe, can you just promote a few things here while I kind of put this in the description?
1: Yes. Uh, first of all, tomorrow at 8 p.m. EST, we are playing Super Mario Three. Yes. And we're going to do an entire run through. No warp whistles unless we go too long. Then we'll use one, but. Where our goal is to, to go through the entire game without using one so, so that should be fun and uh, next Tuesday we're going to be back at it with Gears 5 so that's going to be awesome I uh, can't wait to get back into that and era.
0: Joe, uh, uh, well, I'm still working on it, you, uh, tell them about the uh, TikToks that we just did
1: yes, two TikToks that we just did uh, we just did uh, Picard uh, season 2 episode 1 and uh what was the other one i think it was with wild band oh uh, yeah
0: wild band and and uh, mark did uh the obi-wan trailer
1: yes yes both of those go see them if you haven't seen them they're great all
0: right i'm almost on here it's in the description I'm just got, i just gotta like um okay so guys if you if you missed the uh the, the the email it's in the description so if you refresh the youtube page it's it, it, it should be in there now um okay so real quick, again, Joe just uh, mentioned. Yeah, tomorrow we're gonna be on Twitch playing um, Super Mario Brothers Three. I'm very much looking forward to because I haven't played Mario Brothers Three in like four years, um, so I'm really, really looking forward to it. We're gonna start at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash NerdCage Live. Uh, we're gonna be doing. Gear- we're gonna resume Gears of War Five on Tuesday, um, and of course, starting next Friday, assuming my game comes on time. We are going to be playing Kirby in the Forgotten Land. We're going to be playing it yeah. every goddamn Friday till we beat it. Very much looking forward to it cuz once again, Joe and I are going to be playing a game we neither of us have never played, so that should be a lot of freaking fun.
1: And brand new release. So, oh, yeah, brand new release. Foul,
0: Can't wait to fuck shit up with my boy Kirby. Um, <laughs> also, next Thursday, again, we are bringing in another special guest who's never been on the show before. And uh, parental discretion advised. Fisk yes. fucking Vegas and, and Pest from PTA Sports will be with us next Thursday on the 24th. We're going to chop it up with those guys. I mean, Pest has been on the show before, but Fisk Vegas has not. And I cannot wait to get into it with him. Um, he is the hardest voice in sports, and I think he's fucking hilarious. So having Pest here is going to be even funnier. So, yes. So just Be ready. Fisk Vegas is going to be bringing the ruckus on NerdCage Live next goddamn Thursday. Holy goddamn smokes, man! Uh, the guests just keep on coming and coming, and I'll be releasing the April live stream schedule real soon, everybody. So stay tuned. A lot of good things happening here on NerdCage Live. We definitely appreciate it. So before we go, PG, I'm going to put you on the spot. Put me on it. All right. Would you be open to coming back on NerdCage Live again? Oh, absolutely. We
2: need to make this like a monthly thing or something. I'm, I'm back for sure. Oh, and listen, right. I'm
0: just, I'm just gonna speak it to it in, in existence. As I mentioned earlier, we're gonna be doing the boys spoiler streams since you're a oh. fan. You want in on that? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Like I said, I appreciate you coming on the show, taking the busy i off your busy schedule to be here again. I've been a fan of you for a minute, and everybody in their cage nation, please sub up to the Pretty Guardian for some great gaming content. She's got, you know, I can listen to you talk all day. You got the most relaxing yeah. voice, you know? So your video's kind of like, soothe and relax me, and you lure me in, and you talk about these JRPGs. And by the way, my favorite video that you did, is before we got, and I, I didn't get the confidence okay. on this. I absolutely loved your review. Of eight uh, bit Christmas. Oh, that was really that was a great review I watched Eight Bit Christmas because you know that. Yeah. I felt like that movie was like like an updated take on a Christmas story, but like made for absolutely, gamers, but made for gamers like yes. us who grew up in that right. era. So
1: yeah. like,
0: and I can relate to those kids because I can remember the fucking Power Glove and like you know <laughs> I didn't have a Nintendo, my, my friends had a Nintendo, I didn't. So like it just brought that joyous. You know, being a kid and playing Nintendo and like, yeah. And then what you said, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but what you said at the end of the show, like, or your your episode, there really, really touched me in the feels. So, um, very you know, very I'm good not, job, very um, good job. Please, because... if you guys have seen of Eight Bit Christmas or 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 even if you have check out her review of Eight Bit Christmas. I think that's my favorite video that she's done. Um, but all your content's great, and yeah, yeah. I, I look forward to whatever content you have. You, you are like on my regular like. Uh, alert. You know, you yeah, have my YouTube alerts, so I always watch. Whatever you drop, I watch. And also, you've done a couple interviews as well with some game developers, so yeah. I'm telling you, pre-Guardians where it's at, please sub her up. I cannot recommend her enough to Nerd Cage Nation. um She's absolutely fantastic, and again, PG, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. We cannot wait to have you back, and there's also something else I want to talk to you when we get off air, and there's something else I want to ask you that I want uh, your okay. help with, too. Um, yeah. But yes, listen to everybody in the... Um, nerd cage nation thank you very much to everybody from uh uh pretty guardians honest for stopping in thank you for stopping in please hit the like button and subscribe if you haven't already again joe just we're gonna be on twitch tomorrow night and of course uh we're gonna be on twitch on tuesday and then we'll be back here next thursday um any uh any, joe any last minute thing before we go
1: just keep coming to that facebook discussion group we love everything you guys put up there yes
0: And uh, Miss PG, do you have any any, like message to your fans and NerdCage Nation before we go?
2: Absolutely. NerdCage Nation, you all are so awesome. Just like lots of cool people in the chat tonight. I had so much fun. Thank you for having me. Shout out to everybody from my audience who came here. Um, Just lots of like cool gamers tonight. So this
0: was awesome. Yes, we can't wait to run it back. So anyway, as usual, we pre-please ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like syphilis. So you, I say, from your Shirley Syracuse, New York, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live and the Pretty Garden, pre-please we ask you um to enjoy life, stay safe, do your push-ups, eat your vegetables, and good night. Good
2: night. Good night.
1: Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button! And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell! Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs> Wow. <sighs>